everyone, and welcome to the White Oaks podcast. My name is Susan Richter, and I'm the Marketing Comms Manager here at White Oaks. In this episode, I'm chatting to Ross Walker, our Head of Digital and Social, and he's going to be filling us in on what trends to expect from the social media landscape next year. Hi, Susan. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, Yeah, so we've been hearing a lot of chatter about 2021 being known as the year of acceleration when it comes to social media. And I suppose that makes sense considering the pandemic and the changes in kind of consumption. Um, And a lot of activities are obviously moving to digital. So is this accurate? Is this what you're kind of seeing? Yeah, it's um it's a hundred percent accurate, and you know consumer behaviour is always changing very frequently as it is. But the pandemic has obviously accelerated that, as you've mentioned, and it's changed in a few ways, right? I think it's changed the way people not just consuming information, but the way they're purchasing, the way they're interacting with brands, the services, the types of um the types of features and and products that they're interacting with, how they consume those brands is, is changing completely. And especially on social media with transparency and security and privacy being such a big feature now, um, you know, people are really dipping in and, and spending a lot more time on social than they were before. Um, and, you know, social media has always been a very highly consumed platform, but considering the pandemic, you know, it really has accelerated. But I think, you know, what brands and what the consumers have to be aware of is the security around that and how that has affected people's um, people's you know behaviour along the way, and that's everything from you know the the consumers and the customers of our clients to to you and me to everybody. You know our whole behaviour has changed, so it's been a really interesting sort of eighteen months or so to see that develop. Okay, and I guess um, from a consumer point of view, I know you know stuff that I've done, and and you can see those changes kind of happening. Um, but in the and the and the B two B space, how has that affected brands in terms of you know what they're kind of doing um, and addressing their customer needs and that kind of thing? Sure. So obviously, you know, we're talking strictly B two B here, but you know, obviously on on, on Instagram and, and and Facebook, a lot of the B two C brands have had to change very drastically in terms of the shopping experience and social commerce. But specifically across our client base, which is predominantly B two B tech, you know, we've seen a lot of changes there in terms of how people are consuming um, information, um, especially around the lead gen aspect. So you know, a lot of the brands we work with. They want to generate leads and they want to build those relationships with their customers and with their members and with their community. And one way to do that has been through paid. And that's been a really big focus over the last sort of 18 months in particular. Lead gen has really kind of spearheaded right at the front of, of LinkedIn advertising. And it's something that all brands do really need to consider um, sort of in 2021 and, and 2022. I think in terms of where it's performed well. Um, I think what you have to do is make sure that your content strategy is, is is developed well enough. And what I mean by that is in terms of the assets and the resources that you want to supply and that you want to be able to share with your customers, they need to be good. You know, you can't just expect people to submit their information and, you know, interact with your content if it's not good and if it's not applicable or relevant to them. So it's a combination of the brands needing to understand who their target market is, but in particular, what resources, what assets, what IP they have available to be able to share online and using LinkedIn as the vehicle to do that. Um, so that's one thing. Um, in terms of like other campaign types that we've seen working well for our for our clients, video content is something we've been, we've been playing with a lot more. I know video has been around for a, a good number of years now, but it's again, still front and center of the algorithm, still front and center of each platform. Um, and we're seeing really, really good results from a B2B perspective across video. You know, it's not just the the typical 
sort of commercial ad uh, aspect that a B2C brand would do. From a B2B perspective, we can go a lot more granular. We can do webinars, we can do tutorials, we can live stream events. You know, these are very specific to B2B brands in this day and age. So video, we've seen a lot of strong results on. And the data that you can get off the back of it, you know, is phenomenal. You know, we can see how many people at what percentage have consumed a certain percentage of our video content and retarget them accordingly. So we can really track the user journey across those functions and across those features and it's it's working really well and i mentioned there about linkedin events this is a space that has obviously been affected by the pandemic you know there's events are happening virtually now and linkedin has kind of really front and center position their linkedin events campaign feature as a prominent way for brands to advertise what they're doing so it's about interaction it's about creating the event driving people towards that event and then hosting content that's specific to the event within the event itself, within the uh, event page that it, that can be promoted. So it's a really interesting way that we're seeing brands work. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's where things are going. It's where the shift is happening. Um, and brands just need to be aware of, aware of that and know what their cap- uh, capabilities are. And that's what we work with closely with our clients. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Um, and going back to what you said about a content strategy, getting that right at the beginning, brands are going to have to do all they can to kind of stand out in, in such a competitive market space and competing for kind of ears and eyes. Does paid promotion have a have a role in this? Is it the answer? Is it part of the equation? It's 100% part of the equation. And I think where it becomes more important, Susan, is with organic reach being what it is, it is limited. And on LinkedIn in particular, it's one of the channels that does have the best organic reach along with another B2C channel like TikTok. But you do have to consider, well, you are only reaching a certain segment of your target audience at one time through one post. So paid has to be taken seriously. It has to be, you know, it has to be integrated into the marketing budget, into your marketing strategy, incorporated across all your across all your disciplines and i think in terms of you know linking in with content and creative it's massively important because you could still put you know a thousand pound behind um you know behind a paid ad campaign and still not get you get the reach of course but you may not get the you know the engagement and the conversion that you want because the creative or what you're offering just isn't strong enough and that's that goes back to my point about you know strong white papers resources assets downloadable reports research all this sort of stuff that's very relevant to people who are connected to your brand is what's going to drive that engagement at the end of the line. So it's not just about investing the money. It's about having the creative, having that compelling story to tell at the same time and reaching the right audience. It's a, it's, it's joining those dots and, and, and combining those together for sure. Okay. And um, I'm thinking it's also been a pretty interesting year for, for the platforms themselves. So obviously the rise of TikTok um, and, of course, the infamous Facebook rebrand. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, TikTok is, has, has been on the rise. It's it's traditionally skewed towards the younger audiences. We all know that. But there is going to be a space for B2B brands. And we already see some B2B brands that are, that are using TikTok. And um, I think it's a case of just understanding, right, you know, OK, the audience may be younger, but that's not to say that those audiences are going to grow um, to be relevant to the B2B brands and the B2C and the B2B audience, sorry. So I think it's a case of understanding, right, where are the consumers now and where are they going to go in the next three, four, five years and starting to make an impact and starting to make a presence on those platforms. That's that's critical. Um, and again, with Facebook, you know, that's traditionally been, traditionally was a younger audience. It's shifted a lot towards the older demographics now, but now they're kind of transitioning through into the metaverse, which is going to be 
what we all have been told is going to be the future of, of kind of how we interact and communicate and engage online. Um, and brands need to be taking that seriously. And, you know, it's not just a case of understanding what, what the metaverse is. It's more a case of understanding where is the Internet going? What is what does Web 3.0 look like? You know, how is machine learning going to affect what we do? These are all very much important things that are in infancy now, but are going to be very, very prominent in the next five to ten years. So, um, yeah, it's it's really important for for all brands, B2B brands and B2C brands to understand what's happening now but also look at what's happening in the horizon to move forward you know accordingly and the next natural question is um twitter does it still have a place is it still relevant good question and yeah it's a question that i think a lot of marketers have asked over the last few years and i think the answer is definitely yes um very much relevant not in the same way that i believe linkedin and facebook is linkedin and facebook i see them as more publishing platforms to push out content you know to the end user and to drive website traffic to your landing page twitter i don't believe is that platform anymore obviously you can link to your site but it's more of a, it's more around the conversation it's more around what people are talking about, what are the interactions between people and influencers and partners and people connected to your brand and looking at how, you know, you know, looking at how what people are talking about around relevant topics and sharing information and sharing opinions. It's it's that space that we need to be that we need to be looking at now. And, you know, for our clients in particular, Whitehopes, you know, we we do what's called an engagement and we predominantly use Twitter to to fulfill those engagements where we source stories or tweets that have been posted. Um, and we engage as the brand with that person and it could be somebody who's very closely connected with the with the client or it could be you know a bigger influencer in the industry but you know we reach out and we try and spark a conversation and that's where we're seeing the best results for you know for twitter now so yeah definitely still has a place as far as we're concerned that's an interesting point um so you touched on the kind of evolution of paid and with twitter obviously organic still has a role to play organic definitely still has a role to play and um i think it's it's a case of understanding well is it going to be is it going to be around for the next year or two are we still going to see organic reach i think we will but i think longer term and i'm talking sort of you know maybe three four five years down the line i can see organic reach just not being a thing anymore and i think you know that it will purely be pay to play and that's how the platforms will monetize and that's how the platforms are going to evolve because they simply there's just simply too much competition with with paid advertising for organic to break through and i think that's just the shift that we're seeing and but i think for now you know for 2021 certainly for 2022 you can still leverage organic reach i think the algorithm still likes to push meaningful content and meaningful stories of people who engage and that is all organic engagement at the end of the day so um it's about leveraging that i think and understanding how the algorithm's working and keeping an eye on those shifts and those trends and the the investment and budgets that people are putting into or brands are putting into their marketing spend and then um and then shaping your strategy accordingly you know once once it goes down the line where there is no more organic reach to play on social media you will have to invest so that just has to be taken seriously and that's what brands need to be looking to do okay and uh, your final trend for for 2022 my final trend is employee advocacy and this is something that i think is um very important for brands uh really really important and something that's that's increased and developed over the last three, four years. So what do I mean by employee advocacy? Well, it's how you can leverage your employee networks internally and externally in your brand to promote and amplify your message. And what I mean by that is a company page on LinkedIn, as an example, has a company page, and that's 
and that's what's used to push through the posts and that's what's used to push through the content. But what I'm talking about are the individual profiles that are connected to your company page. And by that, I mean employees. And that could range from, from junior employees to very senior stakeholders to the CEO. And it's about understanding how you can leverage those networks to really push through your message. Um, because at the end of the day, think of it in terms of authenticity. You know, people are a lot more open to connecting with people who are individuals, who are real people, who are humans. They're not just a company logo. They're not just a brand with a name. You know, it's an actual individual person. And people can connect a lot more better with those people and they can, you know, engage a lot more and they trust them a lot more. Um, so what we do, you know, at White Oaks in particular is we look at ways to, you know, really leverage those networks of the employees. Um, and there's a few ways we can do it. There are tools that we have in place that we can pin certain content and, and have content ready for the employees to dip in and share. And we can encourage engagement and encourage shareability. Uh, or we can supply them with the content ourselves from the brand and then they can put their own spin on it, um, post it themselves, you know, really put their own kind of opinion to the content, uh, you know, that the brands have. And that way we're seeing a lot more stronger results in terms of the amplification. You know, in terms of engagement, we see up to eight times more engagement from posts that have come from a person rather than the brand. We see up to 10 times more leads generated from, from real people posting content as opposed to it coming from a company page. So really strong results. And this is going to be a, a much more growing trend over the next two, three years in terms of how we're seeing brands interact online. And the thing to remember about you know employee advocacy is in terms of the algorithms itself, and this is across Facebook, LinkedIn, it'll be the same on TikTok as well. Um, the, the channels themselves will push content from people more than they will from brand branded accounts unless it's paid for which we've already you know which we've already discussed so it's understanding that and it's understanding how you want to bring your employees into the fold to be advocates for your brand that's what you want to do you want to be you want them to be advocates for your brand and i think it's even more important for b2b brands in particular because the sales enablement is such an important aspect of it. You know, we want your employees to be able to reach out to prospects and for the sales team to be able to interact one-on-one. -on -one. And we run social selling courses at Whitex on this where we go over that process and how to do it effectively. And this is going to become more and more important. So, um, yeah, employee advocacy in terms of how we promote content for your brand is going to be really, really important in 2022 and something that we're focusing on a lot more in White Oaks as well. So, yeah, that's another trend that we've seen. Cool. And uh, if you can have a look in your crystal ball and maybe have a look at the next five years or 10 years, any educated guesses on, on what to expect from social media? Well, I th it's a great question. And it's something I'm very much looking into at the moment and focusing on. I think, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but, you know, Web 3.0 and um, AI are going to come into effect. They're already at play, but I'm talking at scale. And what I mean by, by that, and there's early reports and research on this of, of how the Internet is going to work, but it's going to be a much more transparent internet um you know it's going to be very secure security is going to be you know very much a priority for everyone and everything but in terms of the processes in terms of how people interact with websites and the personalization of of, of things is going to be key you know people will go onto a website and it will be personalized to them because it's ai it's machine learning you know the technology understands what each individual is and does and can sort of deliver content and, and you know and web pages and, and websites to them accordingly. Um, so social media will be the same, and it's about personalization and it's about really you know being very specific to the user. I think, um, and at the same time being very secure with your data. I think you know data has become 
very much an issue um, over the last few years. You know, the Cambridge Analytica scandal and in, you know things of this nature, and it's it's really tightened up, and that's going to continue to tighten up, I think. But at the same time, be very kind of fluid with this new kind of feature, and you know, across the internet of Web three point So I can see it being very much an open source field. Um, I can see the metaverse kind of opening up and being very much more interactive. We know VR can come into play a lot more in the next 10 years. Um, I think in terms of social, the brands need to just be aware of what those shifts are. Um, and us as the agency need to be very much aware of what those shifts are and plan the strategy accordingly. So I think there's exciting times ahead and there's a lot of research to be done and there's a lot of um, preparing to be done as well. But um, it's looking exciting and we're continuing to learn ourselves. So, so yeah, I can see that being probably at play in the next 10 years. That's definitely something to think about. I mean, especially considering how far we've come from the early days of Facebook where we were throwing sheep at each other and starting kind of every update with Susan is. Absolutely. And even things like you mentioned about the sheep and Farmville came into my head, you know, because that was that was a that was a platform and channel that everybody was playing and it was a game that, that people were playing and that feeds in nicely to, to cryptocurrency and, you know, blockchain and how people are going to be using that digital currency to buy things themselves, to interact with each other and share. And again, the social digital currency thing is is still very much on the rise and that will feed into social media as well. And, you know, how people, and it, again, you know, links into Web 3.0, how people interact online and use the internet to run and to, you know, to help their lives. And I think, you know, all these aspects need to be taken into, need to be taken into account. But um, keeping on top of the changes is, is difficult. So it takes a lot of people, it takes a lot of brain power and a lot of strategy, but yeah. This is why we're here and this is why, you know, marketing is what it is. So definitely is exciting. Well, then just to kind of summarise the trends to watch out for in, in 2022, basically employee advocacy, um, the evolution of paid social media and definitely not overlooking the power of organic. Thanks, Ross. It's been great chatting to you and getting these insights. And uh, thanks to you for listening. If you'd like to hear more from Ross about what to look out for uh, from social media or how social media can benefit your business, uh, pop us an email at hello at whiteoaks.co.uk or visit our website. Uh, you can also check out our socials to see what's coming next in our podcast series. Bye for now.